0: Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 173 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, we're going to talk about Melanie's two books that come out this week. It's very exciting. We're going to talk again about the Garth Brooks special that was on A&E a couple of months ago called The Road I'm On. Melanie watched it recently and to say it made an impact would be an understatement. We're going to talk about a couple of things that I've read in the last week that I love so much and just a whole bunch of other stuff too. So as always, we're so glad you're here. And if you would like to check out some of the things that we mention on the podcast every week, kind of a one-stop shop for those things you can look on our amazon shop and that's at amazon.com slash shop slash big boo amazon.com slash shop slash big boo i try to update it every week sometimes i fail but i just updated it so we would love to see you there thanks as always for being here and we hope you enjoy episode 173 Hey everybody! This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And Big Mama has two books that come out this week. Yes, I do. Not, not one yes. book. Two books.
1: No, uh-uh. two, two books that come out because I apparently decided to be an overachiever. And like I just told you, what it really kind of makes me want to do is get in the bed right now, but. <laughs> I'm sure it'll all be fine
0: it'll be fine it'll be fine are you um are you excited or are you ready to I mean I know you're excited but yeah but would you if you could would you fast forward just a tiny bit just a just a smidge or are you ready just to be in the day
1: um, I don't know, like maybe, okay, okay, so you're going to laugh. Uh-huh. This for me is, I am excited, uh-huh. and because this is going to be a topic that you and I are going to talk about in this podcast, which I knew we would, is because yesterday I watched on your recommendation, <laughs> The Road I'm On,
0: I'm with so Barth Brooks. happy. Yes.
1: Yes. I am going to say that it taught me a lot of valuable life lessons. That's right. It gave me a lot of perspective. Garth taught me a lot of things Mm -hmm. yesterday. And Mm -hmm. one of the things was, is when he was in the middle of, and it's at the very beginning, and he was talking about fighting to make it. And he had gone to Nashville. He'd come back home. He'd gone back to Nashville. Finally, they were touring around and he was traveling like 300 nights out of the year. They were staying up till the break of dawn Mm -hmm. after performing in these shows and then like signing autographs and getting on the road to go somewhere else. And he was sitting there talking about it. I was like, that sounds exhausting. But I'm going to tell you what Garth said. We were the luckiest people alive. He did.
0: And, and you know you said it
1: just like that. He did. We were the luckiest people I'm alive. I'm
0: gonna tell you, nobody is nobody is more earnest, has more no. feeling or or has more emotion than Garth Brooks. Nobody. Listen, God love him. I he teared up every twenty minutes,
1: he every did. twenty seconds mm-hmm. in that video. Every time he started talking, he was just wiping his tears and mm-hmm. he was like, I knew you were gonna
0: ask me about my mom. I mean, I was like, God, I'm gonna give you a hug. I know, like he can't hear the word "mama" without tearing up. Like, and <laughs> and the lessons—I mean, you talk about somebody who has reflected on the things his parents taught him. Like his—I no. don't—I—I I don't know of anybody that I know in real life who walks around with that much feeling. You know what I mean? Like, it's just—it's—it's it's rare. It's refreshing. It's. Mm -hmm. It's encouraging. It's just something else.
1: Yes. Remember when Carrie Bradshaw had to tell Mikhail Baryshnikov when he was surprised with the Dior dress and tried to take her to the opera and all this stuff. And she was like, I'm an American. Mm -hmm. Like, it was too much. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm an American. That's kind of how Garth, I'm like, wow, that's just, that's a lot to walk around with all the time. But I loved him so much for it. I'm going to tell you that I took notes and said things like um where i'm gonna tell caroline Nob- nobody's gonna fight for you but yourself that's right you need to remember nobody's gonna fight for you mm-hmm. how did you shake that hand i'm gonna tell you you need to shake that hand mm-hmm. like if things go south after this mm-hmm. that you know i've got your back mm-hmm. and you've got my back i've got that's your where back it's gonna go back. Mm-hmm. yeah it was the whole but all that to say that i am channeling garth brooks and okay. taking that kind of energy of Yes, I'm launching two books tomorrow, and yes, it's a lot of work, and yes, it stresses me out, and yes, it's hard to put yourself out there, and you really hope that people like it, and that it does well, and all that stuff, but what I'm going to say to you Mm -hmm. is I'm the luckiest (laughs) woman alive. That's what I'm, that's the energy I'm trying to channel.
0: Here's what I want to know. Are you going to take it a step farther, and are you going to start calling Perry Mr. Shankle, just like he calls Trisha Miss Yearwood? Are you going to go, are you going to go Mr. Shankle?
1: What I really took from that is I wish Perry would start calling me Miss Marino, a- <laughs> my maiden name, is what I wish, I, if we were going to take it that far. Because I don't feel like Perry needs the extra confidence boost that me calling him Mr. Shackle would give him.
0: Right, right, right. That well is full. But but the Miss Yearwood just delights me. Oh. His, his devotion to her and then her yes. admiration of him. It, I would love to spend the afternoon with them. Absolutely. I would like
1: Patricia to make me some fried chicken and Mm -hmm. some mashed potatoes. I would like to sit and talk to them. I would like to look at Garth and say, let's talk more about how every blessing is a curse Curse. and every curse (laughs) is
0: a blessing. blessing." I mean, and I would do my hands. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Can we go to the point and sit in the chairs around the fire? Like I would like to do that.
1: Yeah. Solve some problems. And I want to talk more about his girls. He made those girls build that compression bridge one summer. And I paused it at that point. And I told Caroline Schenkel, I said, you need to know that Garth Brooks made his three daughters. I said, the the wealthiest, most successful man in country music made his three daughters build a 56 foot compression bridge every day one summer. So I'm like, I'm gonna need you to get a hold of yourself when you act like the world's mm-hmm. about to end because we're asking you to put your clean socks up that somebody washed for you.
0: Like uh huh. And it, not not only did they build the bridge, when they finished it, they had it. A- picnic lunch on the bridge with food prepared by Miss Wood. That's
1: exactly right. That I don't want to build a bridge, but that is the life that I would like to live. And I I need to tell you, and I, I texted you this last night, but I need everybody to hear this, that I was so like, I couldn't quit thinking about it. I watched it. I was like, oh, my gosh, there's so much to absorb from this. I'm going to have to watch it again. And last night, Perry had been gone all weekend. And so I started to tell him. I said, hey, I said I watched this Garth Brooks thing today. And I said, and it was so good. And I said, and you know his song, The Dance? And he was like, no. And I was like, you don't know the song, The Dance? <laughs> I mean, where? Perry, where were you like in 1990? Fresh- where, where, what were you doing? I mean, not what you're wife was doing which was crying every time that song came on and Uh turning it up louder and thinking of all the loves lost and could Uh be lost and being in love with a city I'd never been to and a person I'd never met he didn't even know he was like no and Mm -hmm. I said you you don't the song the dance and then I was so like I thought I could play it for him and he would be like oh yeah the dance Uh... but it I was so put out that I was like I can't even because what I wanted to share with him is because one of his favorite movies is The Man from Snowy River. And mm-hmm. when they talked about how they use that to help them do that piano lead into the dance. That's right. I, I was too tired. I couldn't. I was like, well, I'm <laughs> lost on you. I can't even go there.
0: Well, he could have ruined it for you because he'd have had some real practical explanation for yeah. why those people should have never been together to begin with. Like, he, yeah. did, he wouldn't know why they were sad. Mm-hmm. They they shouldn't no. have been. wasn't mm-hmm. meant to be. Get over it and move on. No. mm mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm
1: but oh, thinking about the dance. Why don't you, yeah, that dance is over. That dance ended. That's right. And the world, if the world was really all right, then they would still be together and they're not. And so that was just a dance. Sometimes it's just a dance. That's what he would have told me.
0: David just got home, which is why Hazel's losing her mind. I mean, she's going to always find an opportunity to lose her mind when we record. But this is just on this day, that, the particular reason why. Um, I'm with oh, you. I I love it. I've watched it so many times. I again, I've had so many takeaways. And then I also like. Do you remember at the beginning, in the first? Because it's two episodes. They're each two hours long. I yes. by the way, I could do a whole series. I could do, I could do weeks of Garth reminiscing about his career. But yes, it talks about how he went to ASCAP and he met with a guy named Bob Doyle. And yes, and uh, I wanted to know if your sister knows him. He, yes, that was, that was, that the sister was there at that point in time. She was working okay, at ASCAP. Yeah. She still works at ASCAP. But, but anyway, she and Bob still stay in touch. Bob is the reason why I have always had really good seats for Garth Brooks concerts. Mm, but, nice. <laughs> that helps. But even this Christmas, um, sister and her husband were going to Bob's Christmas party. And I was like, do okay. you think Garth, do you think Garth and Trisha will be there? Um, <laughs> <laughs> because... Um, but, but she actually found, what I didn't know, was that she um, had to go back through the ASCAP archives and find some of the pictures that they used in this very special that I adored. Oh, you're kidding. And then Garth sent her the, like, the whole big box set that they advertised during the special, all yes. I've got a picture of it somewhere, because she sent me a picture of it. Um, but what I'm saying is, he, like, he remembers, like, he thanks my sister you know like I don't know he's not just about all the the super bigwigs I know it made me when they were like and he's
1: like and I got to Nashville and I went to ASCAP because that's where everything starts and I was like I know somebody who works there You've like i been I'm, there you I went with me like, one time yeah mm-hmm. I have we were there for some number one
0: party yeah I can't remember what it was for but there was like a big party it was Jason Aldean back in the day like when he was, oh, first, it was? yeah when he was first getting started I think it was anyway yeah, that kind of sounds
1: familiar now mm-hmm. well so All that to say that that really was the highlight of my weekend, and I'll be watching that again. Mm -hmm. I can't recommend it enough. It's Um, so good. It was so good. Mm -hmm. And you watched it on Hulu, you said? I did. I watched it on Hulu, and I don't really know what happened because somehow Hulu made me, like, change my settings or something to be able to watch it. So I don't know that that's the most efficient way, but that's just where I saw it. I'm sure if you have A&E on demand or something, you can find it there, too. But I just, I didn't have time to do that research. I just found it on Hulu and watched it there.
0: What, here's another thing I love, and then I promise I'll quit talking about it. No, let's, I could talk about it forever. Is that he looks like he looks back on his career with no regrets. Yes. He operated in such a way at every step along the way that he doesn't look back and shake his head. So the places Mm -hmm. where he had to stand really firm, he was happy to stand there. Yeah. Um, But what, oh, okay, this is the last thing. And there's some footage of, of him with his current band as they were getting ready for a show i guess it was probably last summer and i love the way he leads them like you see him saying like Mm -hmm. i need you to play those drums i need you
1: (laughs) yes yes it's got to come in strong it's got to come in strong strong right here i mean he's like a
0: coach and i just Mm -hmm. you know you know how i feel about leadership i just i love it when Mm -hmm. i see great leadership and people who were have really built a, a team that is loyal And so I was crazy about that part of it in terms of how his band members adore him and how he continues to lead the people in his band. And I don't know. And you really do see, like, he set everything aside for a season for a really good reason. Mm -hmm. And because he didn't want to miss it with his girls. And you hear kind of the behind the scenes of how he and his ex-wife very deliberately and intentionally parented their girls which is amazing which is amazing Mm -hmm. and and then it was all still waiting for him when when it was time and i love that miss yearwood was the one who looked at him and said do you think you might be ready to tour again like she could see that something was restless in him i don't know Mm -hmm. i just it's fantastic it should win all the awards
1: it should. It was so good. I'm so glad that you told me about it. I loved every minute of watching it. I feel like I learned so many things, and um, it was just, it was just great. It was just great. I loved that he, uh, um, I loved that he went back and found his career. I loved. I related to that, like when they were doing the whole Central Park concert that he was so nervous that nobody was going to show up because I thought and Mm -hmm. much like Garth Brooks I've had book signings where I've worried (laughs) that nobody was going to show up and he had like 10 million people show up and I've had like 15 and so I felt like that was Mm -hmm. but I I related to his insecurity of like are people going to come because you're like of course they're going to come you're Garth Brooks why wouldn't they come but I was like it shows that we all have that in us where you're like we do nobody wants to come see it's so great can't recommend it enough yeah really really good. A great use of four hours of your time.
0: It really is i um i I can't think of a single good reason to not watch it. That's what I'll say
1: Mm-mm. I, yeah, I can't either I can't either so
0: so you're the luckiest person alive basically is, is where we're I'm leaning. the luckiest
1: mm-hmm. yes, I'm the luckiest person alive. I decided I'm gonna take some garth energy into mm-hmm. this and um and that's it. probably not gonna go on tour, but just am gonna. Keep his attitude in mind. I
0: think that's awesome.
1: Yeah, so that. Thank you, Garth, mm-hmm. for that. If you're listening, thank you. Appreciate it. That's
0: right, that's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, everybody! A quick break in the middle of the podcast to talk to you about yoga sleep. As y'all know, Melanie and I are really high high maintenance sleepers, and white noise is one of my favorite components. One of my favorite parts of a good night's sleep. There's just something about it that sound relaxes me. It blocks out any noise I don't necessarily want to hear. And we have all in our house gotten so accustomed to sleeping with white noise that we travel with it wherever we go. Well, Yoga Sleep has been making products for sleep for over 50 years, and they invented the DOM, the very first white noise machine, so they know how to make trusted products that work. They also make sound machines for home, for travel, for baby. The Dom uses this soothing fan-based sound and it was the first of its kind. And many of the sound machines from Yoga Sleep are assembled at their North Carolina-based headquarters. Their team even hand signs the quality control stickers on the bottom, which is really pretty cool. Yoga Sleep also makes Other quality sleep products like the highly rated yoga bed mattress and bedding accessories. It's a one-stop shop for all things sleep related. I'm actually headed out of town tomorrow and my white noise machine will go with me. Such a good way when you are staying away from home, if you're in a hotel or you're at somebody else's house, to have the same sound around you when you go to bed at night to make it easier to fall asleep. Just an extra little bonus usage of the white noise machine. So if you would like to try some of Yoga Sleep's products, And I cannot recommend their white noise machine enough. All you have to do is go to yogasleep.com slash big boo to save an exclusive 20% off of a sound machine for natural sleep for the whole family. That's yogasleep.com slash big boo to get 20% off yogasleep.com slash big boo. Alrighty, back to the episode. So what did y'all do this weekend? Well, I was in, I went to a tiny little conference retreat thing last week for a few days in California, and it was, it was glorious. The weather was glorious. The company was glorious. The ability to think and without interruption was glorious. The ability to sit outside. Yes. I, I really did. I stayed outside unless I was sleeping, pretty much. Like, I just stayed outside That's the nice. whole time. It was so great. So, that was wonderful, even though I went to the airport last Tuesday afternoon here in Birmingham, and it was storming, and so our flight was going to be on time, it was going to be on time, then it was delayed, then it was delayed again, and then there was, you know, one of the red coat Delta people, like the kind of, I guess they're sort of like the mm-hmm. higher-up customer service people, um, he kept going to like the walkie-talkie on the wall at the gate to update us. Oh. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you that this was somebody who really, really liked to distribute information. And I'm I'm gonna Mm -hmm. tell you what I don't want in those in those kinds of moments is somebody in the room who needs to be an expert. So we yes. got a lot of, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate your patience with us here at Delta. We don't take for granted the fact that you're flying with us. And we're grateful that you mm-hmm. are sticking with us here during this weather delay. It looks like we've got a system coming out of the southeast. Or it wasn't the southeast, but you know, like whatever. And you know, when those winds get up and, da, 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 and your safety is our priority. And he just goes mm. on. And I'm like, just tell me when we're leaving. Just tell me when we're la-. Well, you can mm-hmm. say we have another lightning strike off in the sky. And because of those you know, tornadic, da, 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 just yeah, yeah, and you're listen, like, we don't care, listen, Bob, Kevin. we don't, it's mm-hmm. fine, Bob, uh-huh. yeah, we, go on, yeah, so we finally get on the plane, and we, then, then we are no more buckled in, and the pilot says, we just got word that we're delayed another hour, oh, so then people start oh, getting sweet off the fly. So I called mm-hmm. Delta to try to t- see what this is gonna do to my connecting flight in Atlanta. And it's the whole thing of like all oh, agents are busy. If you would like for us to return your call, mm-hmm. we can return your call in twenty three minutes. So oh, which is no. so frustrating. I actually filled out a survey about this last night from Delta. So um before I left Birmingham, the very kind gate agent named Darius had, Darius was delightful and Darius had, had, had saved me a seat on a flight to LA in case I missed the flight to Orange County.
1: That's so nice.
0: Oh, Darius was fantastic, but, but I, but I did not receive, um, it was not as easy to receive help once I was on the plane. Anyway, long story short, by the time I got to Atlanta, I had missed my flight to Orange County and the backup flight to LA. And I went to the Mm. customer service desk in the terminal, And he booked me on the first flight out the next morning and then handed me a voucher for a hotel. Now, as, as I have mentioned many times, I always check my bag. Here's why. I feel the carry on process is uncivilized. I feel as Mm -hmm. a people, we can do better than fighting one another for overhead space and then hitting one, one another in the head when we try to retrieve our bags. I don't want to carry all my things through the airport. I want to check my bag. Yes. But because my flight was delayed, I could not get my bag. Um, I did mm-hmm. go to baggage services to see if they could retrieve it. And they said that they could probably get it up to me about six the next morning because it had gone. That's super helpful. Into cold storage. Um, I also think, and I didn't tell you this. I do think I saw Maria Taylor from ESPN um, when I went to baggage oh. services, but I didn't speak to her. But I... I stared at her for some time as I was waiting to be helped <laughs> and I am 99% sure that's who it was. So Maria, if you're listening. Okay, that's good. Um, anyway, yeah. so I go, I get on a shuttle with 4,000 other people to go to the nearest Holiday Inn where they'd given me the voucher and it the whole mm-hmm. thing was surreal. And that, listen, that Holiday Inn, it was a Holiday Inn in Suites. They, the woman at the front desk, for some reason, gave me one of the suites. That room was bigger than my grad school apartment. It was oh. it was enormous, but but it kind of freaked me out. It was so big, and it was weird. It was just the whole thing about it was weird. And I didn't I didn't have any, a change of clothes, so uh, that it was just a very strange experience. Anyway, but I got to Orange County the next morning, and that okay. was great and I thoroughly enjoyed it so I got home Friday night and then um we ran errands and stuff on Saturday Alex had a dance Saturday night so it was really kind of a kind of a recovery weekend for my my time away um Uh so nothing nothing terribly exciting happened over the course of the weekend but anyway well,
1: I always think an airport hotel is really the worst because an airport hotel is never a destination hotel. It's not. You know, it's a pit stop. It's a pit <laughs> stop for people who need to get to the airport early or who haven't. And, and I'm going to tell you where you never want to stay is a pit stop. I mean, and that's what it is because mm-hmm. nobody ever says, hey, we're going to go on vacation. What do you think about that airport Hilton? Yeah, like, that's never going to be a, a destination. And so I feel like it's a kind of a bare bones experience. Mm-hmm. Um. A lot of people have stayed there, probably a lot of people, and I don't mean to gross you out, but it's after the fact, a lot of people who've stayed there and had to sleep in the clothes they've been wearing in the airport, you You know, like not a lot, not a lot of showering going on just out of necessity and desperation.
0: Well, you will appreciate So So I had, so I'd stopped in one of the little convenience stores in the airport to get myself like some odds and ends I thought I might need at the hotel. Like I got a toothbrush and toothpaste and that kind of stuff. mm Mm-hmm. And then um but when I got to the hotel there was like, I was like there's no way I'm not taking a shower. There is yeah. There is zero chance I'm not taking a shower. So anyway, because I had on like a cardigan over and I had a I had on a tank top, uh, like a kind of a tunicy top, and then a cardigan. So I did have mm-hmm. so like my tunicy top had not actually touched me over the course of the day okay you know what I mean like it was it didn't feel yeah like, that's a plus so it was like, it was kind of like so I wore my cardigan like a robe after I got out of the shower mm-hmm. and then um, I wore my shirt that had not touched me like a nightshirt does that make sense so yeah yeah um so that I kind of felt like the next morning I, I had to get dressed I was not actually asleep in all my clothes which would have been awful mm-hmm so Yeah, yeah. And, but I will tell you this. I um and I mentioned this on my Instagram the next morning. So I'd washed my hair the night before. I had no hair products. I always have to pull my hair back in a chip yeah. flip after I dry it because it helps with body. Yeah. And then I spray it, but I didn't have any yes. hairspray. So my hair was, as my mama would have said, it was flat as a flitter when I got to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> she would always say it. It's not good. It's not I'm good. It's, it's not, not, not a compliment. Good. Tell you that. So <laughs> I went to another airport store when I, after I got through security and I found a bottle, a small travel size bottle of Tresemme hairspray that I paid $7 for. Um, mm-hmm. sounds about right. Maybe 8 And Mm -hmm. the woman at that store, I would go back and find her tomorrow if I could, because she quoted scripture to me from the time that I walked up to that counter and she knew it. She knew you needed it. She knew I needed it. And then she said, the Lord didn't wake you up this morning to leave you, did he? And I said, no, he didn't. He didn't. And she gave me a word about obedience. And I mean, just, I mean, it really was. It felt like a new mercy is what that felt like. Just mm-hmm. and I thought, how many lives does she impact every single day in that? That's right. In that place in the airport. So I took my mm-hmm. hairspray into the bathroom and I found a, a countertop that was not a sink. And I got my brush out and I turned my head over, and I started to spray my hair. I mean, like, just like in a fury, like, I need, I just need all, I need all the aerosol just to get up in here. And while I was Uh doing it, a woman Uh walked past me and she said, I'm so sorry, but would you mind if I had a hit of that for my bangs? (laughs) And I said, absolutely. Absolutely. And so I said, I'm just trying to get some body because I had to stay at a hotel last night and didn't have any product. And she said I was in the same situation. Mm-hmm. So she gets that tresemme and she just, she just anoints herself like to get her bangs well, out of the way. And then anyway, but by the time I sprayed it again and I flipped over, it kind of looked, it looked normalish, You know, it didn't look quite so, okay. quite so pitiful. Um, but, <sighs> Listen, those
1: rough times.
0: I'm, so I'm still not buying into the, I'm not, I'm not... I'm not buying into the, the check bag culture. Uh, I mean the, the uh, carry on culture, but I am gonna, like, I have to go somewhere tomorrow. I'm going to put, um, just a t-shirt, some yoga pants, um, some extra underpinnings in my mm-hmm. carry on bag, toothbrush, toothpaste. And I, cause I don't care if I don't yeah. have makeup. I'm fine without that, but
1: Yeah. But the, it's the other. It's the, the hair the, other. the hair products are a thing.
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna put that little trial size of Tresemme in there.
1: Well, we wish you all the traveling mercies. Thank
0: you. Hi, y'all. A pause in this episode to talk to you about Glossier. I love skincare. Melanie loves skincare. We actually like it way better than we like makeup. There's just something about finding really good products to help you take great care of your skin. It's the only skin you're ever going to get, so it stands to reason that you want to use stuff that makes your skin feel great, that makes your skin feel moisturized, and that helps your skin to look great too. Well, Glossier believes that beauty starts with skin first and makeup second. And I particularly love, y'all, their Milky Jelly Cleanser. It is this really luxurious, creamy gel formula. And it makes washing your face such a great way to end your day. It takes off all the excess oil and dirt and makeup. It's really gentle on your eyes, which is great for me because I almost always have my contact lenses in when I wash my face. It's good for all skin types and it has this really beautiful, simple packaging that looks good on your counter, which is awesome because I am not one to put things like that away. Milky Jelly Cleanser is one of Glossier's top-selling products. People are obsessed with this stuff and it's the perfect way to start your skincare routine. It's got a pH balance formula that has a blend of five skin conditioners It's dermatologist tested, hypoallergenic, non-irritating, cruelty and paraben free. It's tough on impurities, but gentle on your eyes and everywhere else. I really like that gentle part because my skin can be really sensitive. It can flare up and get red if something's too abrasive when I use it. And this Milky Jelly Cleanser really kind of calms it down at the end of the day, gets all the makeup off, and it's such a great way to treat my skin before I put that final round of moisturizer on my skin for the night so if you would like to get glowy dewy skin for yourself all you have to do is go to glossier.com slash podcast slash big boo that's a little different than our normal urls for sponsors so glossier.com slash podcast slash big boo you can learn more and take the quiz to find out your ultimate glossier skincare routine plus all new customers will get 10 percent off their first order on Glossier.com slash podcast slash Big Boo. That's Glossier, spelled G-L-O-S-S-I-E-R dot com slash podcast slash Big Boo. Certain exclusions apply. Okay, back to 173.
1: Um, Now, I'm going to tell you, speaking of hair, I'm going to tell you that what tickled and delighted me today, that maybe you've seen that I posted a hair tutorial video on Instagram.
0: Now, I have not seen the video. I haven't seen the video, but Alex came in my office today and said, Melanie posted a video on how to do her hair. He had seen it at lunch. Mm -hmm. So I cannot wait to watch.
1: And he commented that I'm going to tell you that Ahud commented and said, this helped me a lot. Thanks. (laughs) On it. I have never been so tickled by anything.
0: Well, yeah, listen. And I went
1: on and I said... I, I said, I sent some sarcasm and then he commented back and said he gained the ability of sarcasm from his wonderful mother. And I said, that's why we love Soph. So Alex and I have had a little exchange on Instagram today and it has made me so happy. But I was tickled that he commented because Caroline also commented.
0: What is that Alex? He just heard me talking about him. He came in. He said, I'm pretty humorous, aren't I? hmm. He is. He's so funny. Mm-hmm. He made
1: me laugh. But then I laughed because Caroline also commented on it. And she was like, nice room. Where are you? Because I <laughs> did it in her room. So I was like, apparently the IGTV gets the teens to come out in the comments. I don't really know why, well, but um, it delighted me.
0: I don't know if it was just him watching at lunch, if he and his friends watched at lunch, I don't know. But, but, um, <laughs> but he sure did. I mean, I don't know why a bunch of... You-
1: yeah, I don't know why a bunch of teenage boys wouldn't want to watch a 48-year-old mom do her hair. Well, can I mean, be that's, better. that's mm-hmm. compelling content. I mean, that's it's compelling content right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So, um, but anyway, I was very tickled to see uh, a comment by one Alex Hudson mm-hmm. on, my, on my Instagram. It was an unexpected treat and delight today.
0: <laughs> so happy. Listen, <laughs> it's so good when everybody grows up and they can all interact. You know, it's just. It is. It is it's, it's so
1: funny it just makes me I know it delights me so
0: his um, um his friends Ellen Ashby came in my office today for just to be a minute at the beginning of one, some class and Ella has gotten to where she likes to read all the titles of the books on my shelves aloud in a very sarcastic well not really mm-hmm. even sarcastic but in an overdramatic voice so I love that so I always like so I've had Beth's book Chasing Vines on my desk and so Ella will come in with a lot of chasing vines um mm, you know um, that's good what else i can't remember cold sassy tree in other words they're mocking <laughs> me you know but
1: yes yes well and that's my, a lot of it is them mocking us but i mean i'll take it it's mm-hmm. you know it's something so um whispers that is so funny. of hope
0: that's another one <laughs>
1: It'll make you stop and think what you're going to name a, it certainly a will. Uh, book. It certainly uh-huh. will. It certainly will. On the Bright Side.
0: Well, that's next because I'm um, going to take it to school with me. On the Bright Side. Anyway, the bright side. Um, there was something else I was going to tell you. Oh, okay. So on, on my trip, I read two books.
1: Okay, tell us.
0: So the first book I mentioned last week, I was going to read um, the book by Carol Wall called The Dearly Beloved. Let me tell you okay. what. Okay. Yes. Now, I think based on the messages I've received on Instagram, some people like this book. Some people don't like it as much. Um, it is not. And its it, I mentioned last week, it's a tale of two couples in ministry together. And it's not a tidy tale. You know what I mean? Like, it is not okay. yeah. a, a, a book about... About four people who sit out in ministry and, and nobody's beliefs ever wavered, like, or everybody always believed the same thing. And, and for that reason, that was such a comfort to me for some, because it wasn't too, it just wasn't too wrapped up. And you know what I mean? Like it was, it felt like real life mm-hmm, to me, mm-hmm. but I have to yeah. tell you, yeah. I love that book so much. I have thought about it ever since I finished it like I love those people I love I just I love the I I just I don't want to say too much because I don't want to give it away for people who haven't read it but it took its time it was Mm -hmm. I've got such a good idea of who those characters were which I really love and I thought it was fantastic so that that was just my take on it
1: um, okay, well, that mm-hmm. makes me want to read it.
0: And then the other thing I read um, that I started reading right before I left, and I read really on my flights coming home, I read Sarah Bessie's latest book called um, "Miracles and Other Reasonable Things." And my goodness, is she ever a writer's writer? Like it kind of to the mm-hmm. point that you think, you know, what? I think I'm probably this. I'm. I'm yeah, I'm just cool I'm done. I'm on just sort of close this computer and um yeah I've had a nice mm-hmm. run mm-hmm. but what's happening mm-hmm. here is really a different level um I don't know I yeah. loved it and again I don't know that that I have ever been in a place personally where I related to something somebody wrote now she writes a lot about her injury so that she sustained in an accident and just sort of the process of that healing um hmm and so i don't know i just i but it applies on a lot of levels i think you know it doesn't have to necessarily be physical it just applies on a lot yeah. of level if you were walking through some kind of healing and i just thought it was great i thought it was just beautifully written okay. and i i love her voice and again this is a, a place where if you sat us down we might not line up on every single theological point um But I think we have, we both have a great deal of love for Jesus. And I think that Mm -hmm. um, we both have a great deal of encouragement in our lives from how he works in the day to day. And golly, does that ever come across in in this book? And so, okay, it's really beautiful.
1: Well, I've now I'm going to add that you're helping me add stuff to my list. I have gotten so here's what I have. So I'm still reading. Of course, I am, which is maybe you should talk to someone. Mm -hmm. um, Because by Lori Gottlieb, which is just because I've been busy with book stuff. So I haven't had the chance. And then my friend Amy actually just dropped off. Do you mind if I cancel by Gary Gennetti, which she said is hilarious. And she read it in one night. Oh, Um, I love those kinds of books. Yeah. Yeah. So I totally trust her. So I'm going to do that. And then I want to read dearly beloved. And then I want to read Sarah Bessie's because I feel like so many people, I've heard so many people rave about how beautiful that book is. So I, want to read that and then we also start this week Aaron Moon's Lent devotional which I'm really I've been holding off on so I'm actually doing it during Lent but I I feels like a Lent can you have a Lent treat is that okay it feels like a Lent treat for me
0: it is going to be a Lent treat I've actually I, I told somebody today I am really I have a lot of anticipation about Lent this year and I think I've been thinking a lot you know I grew up in the Methodist Church and then David and I were Episcopalian and um, so I have a lot of affection for those traditions, but I I don't, as we were talking about before we started to record, I don't spend a, really a lot of time thinking back on stuff unless I'm about to write something. So I have yeah. just really kind of been in my head a lot the last week or so about growing up in the Methodist church and all the things I learned. And I don't know, I've just, I, I just have some anticipation about Lent and, and and just kind of meeting the Lord and whatever that is and so um, I'm super excited about Erin's devotional and we will put a link in the show notes for everybody Um, this will come out Wednesday night which is the first day of Lent so if you Mm -hmm. want it we'll put a link in there and you can go get it and you can uh, I think there's an audio version too if you would rather listen to it so um, she's just one of my very favorite writers
1: yeah, she really is. She's a great writer. She's one that last year I felt like reading her Lent devotional, like she would write something or she would say something and I'd be like, well, I think I'm done. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. my work here is finished. I'm not, I'm not going to say anything any funnier than that. No. So her voice uh, is super yeah.
0: clear, super clear.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. It's so good.
0: Hi, it's me again to talk to you about clearly filtered. Melanie and I are both borderline obsessive water drinkers. We, we, really think it's an important part of our day we think it's an important thing to do for our skin so you will often see us with water bottles in our hands and that is why i am so happy to tell you about clearly filtered clearly filtered is a new way to think about water filtration their breakthrough affinity filtration technology reinvents the way water filters work by capturing and destroying over 230 chemicals, contaminants, and toxins commonly found in tap water. Most water filters only focus on making your water taste better, but what Clearly Filter does is that it makes your water healthier by removing hundreds of toxins and also keeps the beneficial minerals in your water. All of the Clearly Filtered water filters are made in the United States and Alabama to be exact, which is awesome and they offer a filtered water pitcher, like a standard jug you would put in your refrigerator, a three-stage under-sink system that plugs directly into your water line under your faucet, a universal fridge filter, plus multiple filtered water bottles and filtered shower heads. They also offer a 10% discount on all of their products if you choose a filter subscription, and that is actually what most of their customers choose. Last week, y'all, when I went to California, I took my Clearly Filtered bottle with me, and it was just my constant companion. It was so great to know that no matter where I was at any part of my trip, that it took care of my water so that my water could take care of me. Clearly Filtered also prides themselves on customer service, so if you have a question or a comment, You are welcome to contact them. They are always happy to help and you can call, text, chat, email, use social media, whatever your preference is, they are there to help. So if you think it's time to get a real water filter, one that actually removes the hundreds of contaminants in tap water, then visit clearlyfiltered.com slash bigboo and use the coupon code bigboo and you'll get 20% off your new filtered water system. Whatever that happens to be, they ship throughout the U.S. for free and they have a 30-day risk-free guarantee and then a lifetime warranty on all of their filter systems. So clearlyfilter.com slash bigboo and use the promo code bigboo and you'll get 20% off. And by the way, I'm a huge fan of the pitcher and the water bottle. Back to 173.
1: So we got that and... Yeah, that's, that's really, I don't,
0: that's. Now I will tell you this. Really? I will tell you this. What? Tell me. Last night, well, I think I've already told you, but I'll tell you again for the sake of sharing it with everybody else. Last night, um, well, yesterday afternoon, I did a Walmart pickup order and I made chicken and wild rice soup and I mm-hmm. I made a recipe that I've, I, I found i don't know a month or so ago from a website called she wears many hats and mm-hmm. she has really good recipes and i followed her on twitter for years because she always links to really good recipes too but this chicken and wild rice soup is just one of my favorite soups i have ever made and i think maybe it's because you have to chop so many things And you know i really like to chop But you have to chop, you have to chop a lot of onion, you chop a lot of celery, you have to chop a lot of carrots, which, so I'm happy. Then you've got to, you don't have to chop chicken. You could use your rotisserie chicken from the bag. Um, But I chopped up chicken and it's just delicious. So I'm going to put a link to that because it really doesn't take very long. You can do it in the Instant Pot I have, but it's, um, I, I did last time, but this time I just did it on the stove, but it is so good.
1: Okay. Well, you, you texted me about it last night and I am getting, my ship shopper is shopping for all the ingredients needed for it as we speak because it's going to get cold here again tomorrow. And so I thought that's a great time to make it. And I don't know how I'll feel about the chicken part of it, but I was like, people will really enjoy it. And this is my first foray into what I now know is, and it showed up on my shipped app where I was like rotisserie chicken. And then I went deli because it's so many people told me, Hey, H-E-B has it in the deli. It's shredded rotisserie chicken sure enough, shows up in my shipped app where I was able to request two things of the shredded rotisserie chicken.
0: I'm so happy for you.
1: I'm so happy. Well, Jen Hatmaker, God bless her, because we had talked about it on the last podcast and I thought you had to like take it to the butcher, like get your rotisserie chicken, (laughs) take it to the butcher. And I thought you have to do that and then they have to bag it and that feels high maintenance to ask my ship shopper and blah, blah, blah. Well, then she commented on our when you posted about the podcast and was like, oh, no, it's at the front of H-E-B. And then my friend Wendy, who lives here, said, yes, at our H-E-B, it's right in the front. So I knew this exists. And so it really is – I can't even think of the ways it's going to change my life. I can't I mean, either. It, no, because like if you had sent me, I'm going to say, if I didn't know about the shredded rotisserie chicken and you had sent me that creamy chicken and wild rice and said, like you did, this is such a good soup. I'd have been like, that's great, but I can't deal with chicken this week. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, I just I open up those case and just plop, put that chicken in.
0: It's a game changer. Game changer. Well, yeah. I will say I made... Like I got chicken on the bone. I've talked about this before this year and I did my chicken stock and all that. Like I cooked my chicken and bouillon Mm -hmm. and, and all those things. And I do think there's something extra good about, you know, having your, your homemade chicken stock, but, um, you, I mean, not that you would, you could take the bones from your rotisserie chicken and make chicken stock that way. Or you could just open up the can of the, the container of kitchen's choice, Whatever.
1: Yeah, I feel okay. I feel okay about the, And I really like the Pacific chicken broth. It's one of say, my favorites. Yeah, I like that It's got too. really good flavor, not the low sodium, just the regular. Um, and so I feel, I feel okay about not having to boil any bones. Yeah. I just, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I can't do it.
0: Hey, the, um, the low sodium chicken broth is really, unless you have a, a real like health slash dietary concern, low sodium chicken broth is a waste of time.
1: Yeah, I mean it is. Why are you gonna? Because all you're gonna do is have to salt it. Because it's like at that point you just have, it's like just water. Why mm-hmm. not just put water in your soup? Are Nobody you having wants some that.
0: some difficulties on your end? Uh, yeah, I. Are you I'm trying really? Are you moving? Really are, you, are you are you relocating? I, well, are
1: you? I'm no. I'm on the couch because I needed. I couldn't be in the playroom today, and so I'm on the couch, and it's just it's hard to keep my mic stationary, and I just. I'm doing the best I can today. That's all I can tell you. I'm the I'm the luckiest woman alive.
0: You really are. You're the luckiest woman alive. Um, the other thing is, while I was in California, every morning, of course, I, I got up, I mean, not super early, but I did set my alarm while I was there because it was the kind of thing like, if I'm going to be in Southern California, I don't want to, I don't like, I want to be up one where I don't have to rush, but I want some time before I start my day to enjoy Southern California. You know what I mean? So like if yes. we had breakfast from eight to nine, I I got up kind of early so I could go fix coffee and sit outside and read or whatever. So um. anyway, I, I noticed when I went to make my coffee that first morning, they had a few different kinds of K-cups and I chose the Starbucks French Rose K-cup which I have not tried before. And I found it oh, to be okay. I found and. it to be delicious to the point that I um I was so happy the next morning about the the cake cup that was awaiting me, the French roast cake cup. And when I told David about it, he ordered us a box of them from Costco that have gotten here today. So I'm, I'm so excited. You know, I've been very loyal to the Neiman's Own and I like it, but the French yes. roast, if you like a strong cup of coffee, is really good. And it doesn't taste okay. like some of them do where it's like they put, they just got some kind of regular coffee and then like injected some coffee flavor. It tastes like a really good, strong cup of coffee. Like I'm so excited. It's all I can do right now, not to go make me a cup of that coffee, but I can't do oh. caffeine this late in the afternoon.
1: Okay, that makes me want to add that to my ship to the list.
0: I would highly encourage it. It is, if you like strong coffee, it is, and I especially like strong coffee when I've got my creamer, just my, my cream, half and half, whatever you want to call it, just right in it. Um, it's really good. I like coffee that still has flavor after you add your half and half. You know what I mean? Yes,
1: like, uh, for sure. And I hate when I accidentally get a little too much half and half And mm-hmm. it. If I do a little too much sugar or too much half and half, and then it's like, and now it's just sweet. It's mm-hmm. like, I need it to have a coffee.
0: I need it to have a bite. Like, and, yeah. and this does, it's delicious. So, okay. okay. and that was, that's... that was a classic David made too. I thought by the way, that when I said, I really liked the French roast, and we looked on, we looked on Amazon and it was, or I looked at on some app that sells groceries and it was, I don't know, it was a little expensive. And so he looked at Costco and before I could even say, you know, maybe we should get some. He was like, oh, it's less than 50 cents a a cup. Mm. He had ordered the whole box.
1: It's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's totally worth it. Okay. That's good to know. That's good to know. Okay. I'm going to add that to my, I'm going to add that to my grocery list right now.
0: Mm-hmm. So I highly so. recommend Okay,
1: I've been drinking the Starbucks Matra is what I've switched to for C- I like
0: the I like this Matra um, too.
1: Yeah, and it's good, but it because it's dark. It's a it's a darker. But I'm always open to new things.
0: Well, I ran through Starbucks this morning and got some coffee. And I typically now I just get I just get dark roast coffee, whatever they have, and then doctor it however I normally would. But uh-huh. they had the Viennese in the at the.
1: Mm. And
0: it was good. Like I even, I even went back by and was like, what is this again? Because I love their Italian roast Mm. and I love their signature blend, but the Viennese is up there. It was delicious.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. That is good to know. Okay. Well, thank you for this service.
0: You're so welcome. Anything else we need to cover?
1: I don't think so. I feel like this is a lot of information. I feel like... (laughs) I mean, as Garth Brooks would say, every curse is a blessing. Every blessing is a curse. I feel like I wish Lane Kiffin would watch Garth Brooks because it might give him some more stuff to type up on a note card to put on Twitter.
0: I will tell you that, did did we ever talk about the fact that somebody who listens to the podcast found where they were selling those note cards?
1: No. Did we talk about
0: that? I I can't remember. Because it was
1: Sugarboot, right?
0: Yeah, it was at Sugarboot. And um I'm gonna tell you that anytime he posts one of those things I'm gonna like it I'm gonna like it it's gonna take all I can do not to retweet yeah. it uh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite things and then I would just say and 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 I listen i say this objectively and not as someone who was honored to have uh, Mike Leach as the coach of my Mississippi State Bulldogs oh. But I'm going to tell you uh-huh. this, I, I had really missed a blessing by not following Mike Leach on Twitter before he became the coach mm-hmm. of the Mississippi State Bulldogs. His Twitter feed has very little to do with football, if anything. <laughs> it It
1: has nothing. And I sent you this week because it tickled me and I thought about it so many times. But when he said that that you pee on a jellyfish sting and not a jelly stain again my apologies to the lady at the Waffle House this morning I was like I, I, I don't even I love you so much I, I don't know. even know what to do with this I know
0: I know I I can't tell you what a gift his his Twitter would be to to any of you within the sound of my voice i even Alex yes. was like, Mama, he just posts memes. And I was like, that's true. He does. He just, he posts a mm-hmm. lot of memes. He posts a lot of things where the resolution is so terrible because it's a screenshot of a screenshot yes. of a screenshot of a screenshot of a screenshot of a <laughs> screenshot of a <laughs> screenshot from 2002. Like it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he just, he posts yep. it with just some, some enthusiasm, some pride. It's good. Yep. Yep.
1: He really does. It's like an art and i like it because it tells us that Mike Leach is like all of us. He spends a lot of time looking at memes on the internet, which I appreciate because
0: that's one of my love languages They're mm-hmm. memes from the
1: funny memes from the internet.
0: Mm-hmm. So I just want to, I just okay. want to offer that option to, to y'all just in case. But, um, other than that, I would just say congratulations, Melanie Schenkel, on the two new books. We hope this week is thank super- you, Sophie Hudson. You're welcome. We hope this week is super fun. You, that you really do feel like the happiest, luckiest woman alive. Um, I'm
1: the luckiest
0: woman alive.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what I've learned. If I don't fight for these books, nobody's gonna fight for them for me. Sure. So that's what I'm doing. Fighting. Fight. The luckiest woman alive. Mm-hmm. I'm the luckiest woman alive. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Barnes and Noble, and I'm gonna stand out there, and I'm gonna sign. Three books until they ask me to leave. Until they say, "Ma'am, you don't work here," and then I'll go
0: home. Ma'am, you're <laughs> trespassing. Listen, <laughs> what would we do, really, in real life? Because because Ernest is typically a difficult personality for me, unless unless it's Carth Brooks, and then I'm all in. I'm a hundred percent. Yeah. I but I really thought, what would it? Because I told you yesterday, I was like, I I feel like sometimes Trisha probably says like, mm-hmm, okay.
1: Um. All right. Go to bed. It's time to to go to sleep.
0: Simmer down. down. But listen, I'll tell you what he's going to do when he goes to sleep. He's going to sleep like a champion. He's going to sleep. He's going to rest his head on that pillow without a regret.
1: (laughs) He is. He is. And he's going to know that he shook your hand. He Mm -hmm. meant it. He meant it. He's going to know that Mm -hmm. he's a man Mm -hmm. of his word. He's going to know that Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks stood by his word today mm-hmm. and he can sleep soundly. He can. Knowing that he did what the Lord had called him to That's do. Exactly right. The
0: end. So I just wonder, like, so now I'm dying to have somebody that earnest in my life, essentially. So I can <laughs> just experience it, you know, because I will buy Like, if I think you're sincere, I will buy all the way in. The problem a lot of times mm-hmm. for me and oh. earnest is it comes across as insincere. But I'm, I'm confident he means every word he says.
1: Oh, yeah. I think he absolutely does. I think that you can tell. And I think you can. And I got real tickled. I'll tell you the other part. And I don't want to spoil it all. For, but when he talked about the difference between his mom and his dad, like as he got famous, and that uh, his dad tried to like stay, like they went to every show. Uh-huh. And that his dad tried to stay out of the focus and didn't want to really be recognized. But that his mom wore that jacket with a G on the back with mom. I'm like, if you think if Caroline Shangle, if you think I wouldn't be wearing a jacket with uh-huh. a C and a mom, uh-huh. like I, it made me so
0: happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, mom, glorious, G-
1: mom. I was like, yeah, she ain't gonna let anybody not know who she is. Which I'm like, that's right. You raised you raised those kids. That's your reward. You get to wear that jacket that says G Mom on the back.
0: You know what we really need in a in a deep way is we need for Winona and Garth Brooks. record a conversation we need we need for them to exchange wisdom we need for them we need and i'm gonna tell you what that would make up a set of cards you could sell at sugar boo like oh those Mm -hmm. two together that i just i just realized it as you were talking but that is what i need in my life i need a winona and garth conversation and i just need them to trade expressions essentially back and forth like it's like it's a tennis game yep you know
1: yep yep that would be a book. That could be a book that would put Zig Ziglar out of the inspirational oh. speaking business. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we would have no need for anybody else in our life to ever pump us up or motivate us again.
0: No, And I would read from it on the daily and I would, I would put it on mm-hmm. the breakfast room table and I would, I would assault Alex with those words right every morning when he woke up. I would just, I would ping him yep. with those words every single morning.
1: hmm. <sighs> I'm with you. Let's make that happen. Okay. Let's make that happen. Publishing people. Let's make that
0: happen. One and Garth. Both yeah. of them who like to refer to themselves in the third person, I would, <laughs> I would add. So good. I think that's key.
1: I think that's a key.
0: I did say yesterday, and we really will, we won't talk about this again, but I did tell Melanie this. My thing about Garth Brooks is he's so kind and it's so refreshing to see somebody who is that kind um, and has been that successful. Like, it's just, it just yes. makes you feel like, well, we may all be okay in the end after all. Yeah. Because he's just yeah. so yeah. genuine and, and earnest and honest. And I, mm-hmm. like, I have so much respect for him. I, I'm just real carried away with that whole thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just the total, like, normalcy mm-hmm. and just unaffectedness and doing what he can with the platform and the fame he's been given. i'm just i'm a i was already a fan i'm an even bigger fan i know so
0: good okay all righty well happy book week thank you ma'am and we will happy week to everybody else happy week and we will talk to y'all later all right bye everybody bye y'all